0: Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints. I'm your host, Nick Coons. I know it's been a very long time since I made an episode, but I basically wanted to get all my thoughts in order. A lot of stuff has happened. And since so I'm getting ready for work. I'll go ahead and talk to you while I'm getting ready to go and do some maintenance work. So we all know about the history of what is going on over in Afghanistan. We know about um, the blunders that are taking place there. We know that Joe Biden has done, in my opinion, one of the worst. This is like worse than Vietnam. And a lot of people have started having this conversation. I'm taking a Religion 100 class introduction just because I wanted to see what other world religions were really fully teaching um, over at my community college over in Phoenix. And though I understand a lot of religions, I just thought I'd try to get more understanding about what's being taught in the schools. And since Afghanistan happened, as I was starting the class, we started having conversations about Islam. And I come across a lot of things about in conversations. We have a thing called Blackboard, and where we uh, basically, it's a program on a computer that allows people to go on. And if you're from Phoenix, Arizona, you've heard undoubtedly about Blackboard on the Maricopa County website for the community college. Anywho, so on there, there are people talking about Islam. I mean, when you're talking about Religion 100 class, or you're talking about world religions. Well, things in the news about religion pop up. And so since the topic was brought up about Islam, because, you know, Joe Biden basically said, we're going to evacuate. I am <clears> – <throat> we're, we're talking about that. What is real Islam? Is on the Taliban really Muslims are they just extremists? Because the media will paint them and say, these people are just um, Islam extremists. My question is, OK, American media can say a whole lot of stupid stuff. We've heard them say so much stupid stuff. Are they really – are they really about saying – is is the Taliban really just extremists? So first and foremost, let me talk about what Biden just did in office, and this is what's frustrating me. It's some of the most to lead right into the Taliban and, and Islam. So um, President Biden and Vice President Harris basically said, let's pull the troops out, and they made a giant evacuation. And we all saw in the news they – the troops are piling out of there. The Taliban, which Joe Biden had been told, asked him in a press conference, he said, are, this per, are the Taliban going to possibly completely invade, um, I forget the city, Kabul, I believe is what they call it. I'm probably butchering it. So correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, if, we, if we leave, will the Taliban just invade this, this sea overnight? And he goes, no, there's no possible way they could do it. This will never happen. Joe Biden seems to, either he's, I, I think he's completely senile. I really do. I think he has an area that, um, I think he has Alzheimer's, and one of the effects of Alzheimer's is dementia. I think he has that, especially since when he goes on the list, he goes, I have a list they gave me, and they told me who I could talk to. Really fast on the side tangent. Who's they? Oh, my staff will get me in trouble. Why would your staff get you in trouble unless your staff is the one telling you're just a figurehead, and they're telling you what to do. You know, so I'm looking at Afghanistan and going, Joe Biden says, you know, the buck stops with me. Uh-huh. But anyhow, so whoever's in charge of the executive branch of the government, I believe it's not Joe Biden. I think he's a puppet at this point. I think that he's a bad guy. And I think he's being manipulated at the same time. But that's another spider web to get into later on. So anyways, the Taliban invade. And we have m- many Americans. Hundreds of thousands of Americans in the city, and there's one airport, and they're all trying to flee to the airport. The planes get shut down, and basically said you can't board the planes because we have to do COVID testing. The Taliban are just invading on all sides. I mean, every single when you're blanking your eyes, it seems like they've moved even closer into the city. They're taking like three miles of road for every minute that you're standing there talking. And now We've abandoned our people. I mean, we, got, we left over $80 billion worth of equipment, and they've taken this off the website, by the way, so people stop talking about it. I'm like, no, we're not going to stop talking about it. We're going to point out this was worse than Vietnam. They have helicopters coming in to, to evacuate people. We saw that on the news, and you know that's what Joe Biden, that's not going to happen this time. I can't believe a flying lip, lick of whatever comes out of that old senile man's mouth at this point. He's lying left, right, and center. He then also told the president, uh, the then president of Afghanistan, you know, let's paint a different picture than what's really going on. And he promised that he would stay and give air support, which he didn't. He backed away, which means that the president, the old president of Afghanistan was betrayed by Biden and his administration. But again, what do you expect from Biden? He's a backstabber and his son's a crackpot smoking, um, prostitute loving guy who loses his laptops with classified information on there. We know that because we found his laptops, hacked them, and found a bunch of stuff that really shouldn't just be out in general public because it can compromise our national security. So anyways, so now in Afghanistan, they have these bio scanners that are going to all these Afghanis who help the Americans, and the Taliban are just kicking the doors down and executing them on the spot. They're also finding Americans and killing them, and then – and the town, they're like, "Well, we need to negotiate with the Taliban and plead with them not to kill." I'm sorry, wait, wait you're saying that these people who we killed all the time are now trying we're trying to negotiate with them not to kill our people. It is nothing more than a giant flaming dumpster fire with bull poop inside, burning, and we're talking burning hotter and more um ferociously than a wildfire. And of course he goes, well, I'm doubling down on what I did. Why would you do that? And so that's why I look at this I go, wait a second, you're leaving people behind. You left American citizens behind. They go, well, they chose it. I look up you know, when Joe Biden said that, he said they chose to stay behind. Let me give you a reason why they chose to stay behind. American contractors go off to Afghanistan, right? There's a bunch of kind of contractors. Let's say they're out there for a few years, right, on a contract. And over there, they mingle with the city life because you have a life you have to live too. And they like to get out and kind of just see what's going to go on, meet people, and so on and so forth. Develop relationships. Well, some of these relationships are with women. And some of these guys or gals have relationships with the opposite sex, and it turns into a romantic one. They decide, because it's still a religious location of Islam, to get married right they fall in love they want to marry this person that they have been around they love them they get married they have a couple of kids with them while they're in contract over there they're like no problem let's try to apply for a visa technically the kids are my kids so they can get into america you know so why don't we apply for my wife to have a kid so when this happened they the the husband or wife who was american who had children with their spouse, who's Afghani, would go to the airport. And they would say, okay, we can't take your child or your spouse, but we can take you if you wanna come. And they go, wait, I can't leave my spouse and children in Afghanistan at the, at the hands of the Taliban, at the mercy of the Taliban, who are not merciful by any means, of the imagination, unless you agree 100% with what they're doing, they slaughter you, they rape the women, they put the, these little girls into sex slavery, right? They do all these terrible things. And so when Biden comes out and goes, well, they chose to stay behind. Baloney, they chose to stay behind. Baloney. They didn't have a choice. And then I hear leftists who come out and say, well, we're defending, well, you know, he, we had to leave sooner or later. And then we gotta leave sooner. I'm going, wait, why are you guys, I don't understand this. The political left is defending Biden and a lot of Democrats won't even come out of their caves. Oh, so you'll come out of the caves and scream Black Lives Matter. You'll come out of your caves and condemn right-wingers. But the instant innocent people are being slaughtered, the instant your man in the White House is murdering people, which is exactly what's happening. He's handing them over to the Taliban. They're being slaughtered, and he won't save them. They even – last night I found out that they canceled private flights in and out of Afghanistan for private citizens because private citizens were so fed up with Biden, like the Good Samaritan from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, flying the Good Samaritan in and out. I think Glenn Beck was doing something as well, and, then, and they were flying people in and out as much as they could just get people out, get people out, get people out. The only problem is also they're not vetting these people. And that's the other half of that. I want I, I, to get the innocent out of the way, but I also know we need to vet people and find out, make sure that they're not connected to Taliban who are just playing to be the innocent. And I understand that's a very complicated situation, and I don't really have a full solution for it yet. I'm still trying to figure that one out. But we do need to vet these people and make sure that they're not actually Taliban who are just masquerading as the innocent in order to slaughter people, get into the United States, commit all these horrible atrocities. But yeah, Biden cuts this off. Leaves $80 billion, over $80 million worth of weapons behind. China comes in, and I knew China was going to come in. China comes in and makes a deal with the Taliban. Because Afghanistan sits on top of giant mountains. <laughs> Rich deposit of minerals. China comes in and goes, hey, buddy, we'll pay you millions and millions and millions of dollars for your natural resources, your mineral deposits. And then when I said this, and I had family going, you're crazy. No, that's not right. No, they would never do something like this. I'm like, you guys have your heads up so far up your rectum. It's scary that I, 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 I have a hard time thinking to myself, uh, do you keep it up there because it's warm? Because I can't live with my head up my butt. Now China has this. Now I'm going to make a small prediction here. And I could be wrong, but I'm just going to throw it out there and see how it sticks. China's going to go to war with the United States, not just on a Cold War area where it's going to be like, oh, we could hurt you and you could hurt us, and they're exchanging just mean words to each other. Like how when President Trump was in office and he told North Korea, I got a bigger button than you got a button. You know, I, you got a button? I got a button. Mine's bigger than your button. I could blow your butt, clean off this earth, and blow you to the Stone Age if I have, if I have wanted to. I think what's going to happen is China's going to go wh- physical war with the United States. I hear know a lot of people are going to say that's impossible. China would never do that. They have so much in trade and blah blah blah. No, I believe China will. The only reason because China wants to is imperialistic. It wants to rule over everything. It's communist. Their whole area, their whole mindset is about world domination, dominate everything. And there's only one country that stands in their way, and that's the United States. Now, what kind of came to my mind is the same thing because the Taliban's thinking and China's thinking. I was thinking. Okay, I kind of this on my way to work. Convert or die. China communism is very much about you either become a communist and you accept communist regime or you're taken out, you're slaughtered. Jihadis say, convert to Islam to Allah, or excuse me, or be slaughtered. I believe that China. And the Afghanis, the Taliban, will join together in fighting Americans, not because they agree with each other ideologically. After all, China is – the communism is very strong atheism. The, the dictator of China is going to become God in their eyes. He's going to be a form of God. Um, they already took away elections in China and said, no, we're going to do one party rule over everything. Usually it was like, uh, you know, you had to switch party members out. Now it's like, nope, we're taking that away. So one person is going to rule over all of China. The only thing that China and the Taliban have in common cuz 99.999% of the time they don't agree with each other. <laughs> I'd say they only have 1.01% that they agree and that's killing Americans. They just want to slaughter Americans. They want the, the Taliban want a holy um jihad around the world for everyone to convert to Islam and China wants to rule over everything. Well, the thing is China is controlling the Taliban because they have golden handcuffs on them now. They're giving them hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions. It's terrifying to me. But, again, going back to what Biden is doing in office. it's when When I saw what he had done by removing this, it terrified me. The Taliban... And, and, and I remember talking about this and saying, another 9-11 is going to happen here. There's there's not a question of if, just a question of when and what it would look like. And I had people saying, well, no, 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 no. They, they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. You know, the Taliban would not dare do anything here. And I went, how stupid are you? They did it on 9-11. They did it before then. They've attacked us on so many different fronts on so many different ways. What gives the crazy, uh, crazy idea that they won't do it again is my question. I mean, when, some, when they say, well, the Taliban wouldn't be gutsy enough. I said, well, let's put it this way. They fought a 20-year war. Their main leaders were released from Guantanamo Bay, which will have been imprisoned. They've just returned. They have 20 years of experience of battling American soldiers with advanced technology on their own soil and joining the fight elsewhere. So they have veterans, very well-trained veterans. You just basically, Biden bowed his knee to them, bowed his head and took a knee in front of them, pleading with them not to hurt us anymore. So they made the great American devil cower on his knees because Biden's not a leader. He's a spineless worm. Remember, he probably can't even figure out what direction, he probably can't figure out where he is at the time. And then remember, he can't take a question, a real question from a reporter. He has to have it uh, planned out. Propagandized, So, oh, calling this person because he's going to say this and you respond this way. That's how it is. So it's very much like Kim Jong-un doing an actual interview. Yeah, like Kim Jong-un would ever do a real interview that isn't staged or what we call propagandized. You just emboldened the enemy. They're now receiving hundreds of millions of dollars from China, which will go to, go to funding terrorist organizations and terrorist attacks on God knows what kind of soil. You gave them eighty billion dollars worth of advanced weaponry. You have uh, bent your knee and gave them back their most sacred jihadi fighters—the ones who are the most, the most convicted to keep fighting. Why on earth you you gave them? You're they're on cloud nine right now. You have emboldened them. Is what I say to Biden and his administration, to the Democrats. You have emboldened the enemy. You haven't shunned the enemy. You haven't stopped the enemy. Why are you guys congratulating each other, patting each other on the back? Yeah, well done, well done, yeah, yeah. Why the heck are you doing that? I wouldn't be in that Oval Office. I would not be in any part of the military or branch of government and be cheering right now. I'd be dang there, pissing my pants, for another term, or nearly pooping my pants. I would be on high alert. You have been them. You have armed them. And now they are financed. What do you mean we won? What do you mean good job? What do you mean high five? Smack each other in the back. Good job. Let's go get a beer and get a steak. What do you mean? You left Americans behind. What do you mean you've done a good job? You took an oath. To preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. And you had a sacred oath that was spoken among the circles of all military. Never leave a man behind. You left them behind. You left Americans behind. And then you lied about it. And said that they chose when you gave it an impossible decision to make. You tell me. If you had a, if you had a spouse who was Afghani. And you were the only American, and you had children with this person. You were married to them. And you had the choice between leaving your spouse and child at the mercy of rapist animals. Of people who just want to slaughter anyone. People who had no trouble cutting off actresses' feet because they don't believe in performing arts. Who slaughter people. Who are vicious animals. You tell me what you would have done. Would you have stood there and said, yeah, no problem, I'll board the plane? If you did, you would be a soulless monster, and you deserve whatever happened to you next. ISIS-K has joined the Taliban. ISIS-K. These people don't necessarily see eye to eye with each other. 99.999% of the time, they they agree with each other. It's only .001% that they disagree with each other. It's because it's like Christians who say, we believe in the rapture. Well, we don't believe in the rapture. We believe in pre-rapture. We believe in post-rapture. And then they also get to a fight and they split over that. You know, stupid stuff like that. But beside the point, that's what takes place. I'm looking at this going, the Biden administration and the Democrats and those who support Biden. What are you doing? The only reason I can think that you guys won't go against Biden is because you guys are playing tribalism. Let me explain tribalism really fast. You ever go to a football game, baseball game, something of that nature, right? And you see people like, let's say, and I'm not taking sides here, so if you are a little sportsman, please don't send anything to me and massacre me on, on my social media. Let's say the, the Green Bay um, Packers are playing against the, I don't know, um, Miami Dolphins. Let's just throw that out there. They're probably two really good teams or two bad teams. I don't really care. I'm just using them as a reference here. And... You go there and you're wearing the colors of your team, right? That's what you're going to do. You're going to wear the colors of your team. And you're going to root, root, root your team on, kick butt, do, win. That's tribalism. You want your team to win. Big time. Well, that's what's happening in American politics at this point. All you have are people who want your side to win. Your political party to win. Period. That's the main problem here. You have people who don't care if it was right or if it was wrong. You guys just have people who say, well, I want my party to win no matter what. If you're a Democrat and you see this junk going on, I would expect, just like how I'm more far more conservative here, I would expect you guys to stand up and say, what Biden is doing in his administration is absolutely evil. <laughs> it just mind blows me. The people can still defend somebody of that nature. Now, look, if you're military, I'm saying you have to follow orders. But I would also say there's a law above the law of mankind that says that what is happening right now is evil. And, it, and I, know, I know a lot of people say, well, what about court-martialing? What about this and that? And holding our military leaders accountable, I 100% agree. It's interesting, huh? Our military leaders won't even take accountability. Biden won't take accountability. No one takes accountability. There's like, well, you know, uh, you know uh, I don't know. I just see this. I'm going, you emboldened the enemy. You left a gigantic, vacant hole in Afghanistan. You gave it to the Taliban. And then. China comes in, and I'm not surprised. China was there. Heck no, and I'm guessing maybe China had something to do with it. Had a big thing to do with it, probably. Where China told Biden what to do, because after all, his butt's owned by China. It is. I know how unpopular that is amongst liberals. Oh no, he's not bought out. Yeah, he's bought out by them. Russia also bought out China. Bought out Biden. Why do you think he's so polite to Russia, giving them their oil pipeline, but shutting down our own? I don't know, breeze would come up much? Well, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, sure you didn't, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. In Phoenix, we have a lot of dust going around. And so a lot of people are coughing because there's a lot of dust. <coughs> and that's what's happened to me. Now, I know I was going to talk about Islam, and is this <coughs> truly Islam? But I thought I'd think to hold that on to the next episode, now that I think about it. But the more I, it frustrates me to no end, no end whatsoever, that we have a commander-in-chief who's willing to embolden our enemies. It, 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 it frustrates me to no end that we have people who would support him. It frustrates me to no end that we don't have a, a military Leaders that are accountable. That no one's going to hold themselves accountable to this. And what's even more gruesome to me is the innocent are the ones to pay for this gigantic mistake that was made. This was a gigantic mistake. This was one that could have been avoided. So it's like when they go, oh, God, what are we going to do about this gigantic thing that happened in Afghanistan? You know, it's interesting. I looked up about Afghanistan, and I looked at the original plan that Donald Trump had signed. With the Taliban and his joint commanders. And it stated we're going to get out. There was a certain date to get out. But he stated that unless you guys follow this, we will destroy you Taliban. We got a bomb locked on your home with your wife and your children and you sleeping in there. We got pretty much we got you by the balls. If you make one move that we don't like, even if it's so much as scratching your nose the wrong way, you're dead. You're dead where you stand. And we'll hold nothing back. I like what Trump did. Because when Biden came in, they are like, oh, we can do whatever we want. And Biden just hands everything over to us. We didn't. Now, look, if I had to put priorities out there, I get that the weapons are a big issue. But I think the biggest issue is, I mean, we could have just launched a rocket and blown up all of our stuff, right? We could have just blown up and destroyed all of our gear that we left behind. annihilated. it. You know, doused in gasoline, litting on fire. Or send a big old bomb on top of it where it wouldn't kill anyone, but it would, blow, it would make one heck of a fireworks show at the end of the day to see all of our munitions and, and helicopters and vehicles just explode into a giant ball of fire. And go, there you go. Now you can't use our stuff. I would have focused on trying to get everyone out. But now that they want to play well, they didn't want to leave. Guys, this thing with Afghanistan... I'm telling you right now, what I personally think, again, and I I could be horribly wrong here, and I hope I'm horribly wrong, I believe World War III is going to happen out of this. As crazy as that sounds. But you know, with all this stuff that's been going on, crazy sounds just about uh, (laughs) as logical as you can get. I believe that we are heading for a World War III. China will invade Taiwan. Japan, that signed a peace agreement, said that if China ever invades Taiwan, that they would get involved. Australia would get involved, and then the United States would be involved. They call them these jihadis, because let's be honest, here, Chinese army has not had real military experience, hardly. Small percentage, but not a large majority of them. The Taliban have loads of experience. Heck, if I was going to try to fight, I find the people had the most experience on Earth that I could find to fight. Man, we wouldn't. we wouldn't see eye to eye on everything. Of course not. We'd have different reasons we go to war. We'd have different conditions. It's kind of like, why do you go to work? Well, I go there for a pay advancement. I go for, for a paycheck. Oh, I go there because I just enjoy the job. Everyone has a reason. In war, do you really, do you want to kill your enemy? Yeah. Do you hate them? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. But we left Americans behind. And now they're trying to stop anyone. Who's going over there to stop, you know, to to bring innocents home. They're trying to stop them. If you're a soldier listening to this, uh, I don't really know fully what to tell you apart from here's my Christian perspective. God says to defend the innocent from being slaughtered. He is the one... There is a law above the law of mankind, law above the law of your commanding officers that dictate that what is happening is absolutely evil. You know it. I know it. Pretty much everyone knows it. We all do. We all know that you took a sacred oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, and that you have a moral oath to protect the innocent from being slaughtered. Your commander-in-chief and the commanders above you will not take responsibility for the actions in which they have performed that have caused this major crisis issue. They will not take responsibility. And I've heard many Marines and many people in the military who have stated that they will do what it takes, even if it means a court-martialing. I would highly suggest not a coup. Though it might result in that, I would highly suggest you do what you know is right. Go back. Save the innocent from being slaughtered. Do what is right. And do it in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you are court martialed and you are held and you're threat of losing your job, threat of losing everything, just remember this one simple thing. Tell me, was it benefit a man or a woman to gain the world and lose her soul? So, next episode I will be talking about are these Islam uh, these Taliban and ISIS K extremists? Or are they just are they actual true Muslims? So I'll leave you off with this. Last little note. There is hope in Jesus Christ alone. And that's why I'm asking the military. And anyone who can do something to listen to this. (laughs) If you're a Muslim and you can hear this. Remember one thing. You may not believe as I believe. But God has a word for you. Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You're going to go through trials and tribulations right now. You're going to go through hell on earth. But remember, the Lord will not forsake you. He will not abandon you. He will never leave you behind. And if you are put to death, remember one simple thing. To be absent of the body is to be present with the Lord. And justice will come for you. Justice from the Lord. Again, to our military, do what you know is right. So until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.